Good morning. Uh, I just need to make sure you know why I said dads. Hey, why I said dads as well is to make myself feel better because Josh does all the cooking and baking in our house. So if, if there was things to be baked, it would be Josh doing it. <laughs> um, that just makes me feel better. So I was going to get you guys to move because I hate when there's big gaps, but we're going to move. So we're going to be down here because I know when I say everybody move to the front, everyone's like, oh, she's so awkward. She's making us move. Do you want to move? Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Up the front. Come on. Come on. Come on. No need to be sitting at the back. Come on. Up, look. This is not a no-sit zone right here. Sit here at the front. See, then you get to do the games. You get, look, sit by Ronald. This is Ronald. He's from the Netherlands. He's going to be speaking. Oh, no, no, no. That's not moving to the front. That's making a longer line at the back. Come on. Up here. There you go. See? Guys, it's so fun when we're all beside each other. Feels like a family. And now we have... Mostly girls on this side, mostly boys on that side. That's good. Okay. No, no, stay. Stay over on this side. Okay, see, doesn't that feel better? Yes. Do you already feel more comfortable? Yeah, see? Okay, I just want to say, this guy here, I met him on the way over, and he said, hey, this is my first day, and I had to tell him where to go. You guys need to get, what is your name? Uh, Brian. Brian. Everyone needs to get to know Brian. It is his first day at youth ministry. Yes. Brian needs to feel welcomed and loved and cared for. Oh, look, it's Jack and Sophie. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you that we get to be here together to hear your voice, um, to um, just hear what you want to say to us. God, would we be receivers this morning of what you, of what you want us to take on. God, will we be people of action as well? Um, God, thank you that you're a good dad and you have good things for us this morning. And thank you for everyone who's here in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, so we're going to look at that psalm that, that Dwight read out. It's uh, Psalm 84. And it's, uh, it's just amazing. It's an amazing... Uh, now this sounds a little loud. Um, maybe it, but it's, it's an, an amazing picture of this guy, David, uh, telling about his relationship with God, about his relationship with his dad, okay? And so he starts, out, he starts out like this. This is how he starts his song about him and his dad in heaven. He says, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns and even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. I don't know if you can get more graphic than that, right? If you're saying your flesh is crying out because you want to be around God so much, that's pretty graphic, right? And that, that's all of you, right? This, this guy, David, really loved to be around his father, right? So he talks about his dwelling place, he talks about his courts, but really he was just saying, hey, wherever my dad in heaven is, that's where I want to be, okay? So that's what he was saying. So he goes on, though, in this song, Okay, to give some pictures about what it looks like to have a relationship with his dad and him. And so we're going to look at some of those pictures about what it's like, because we want to learn from that, okay? I'm not sure if any of you can say that if you're not around your God in heaven, that your flesh cries out, right? I'm not sure if you can say that. I don't know if I can say that, but I want to love my father like that. So much that if I'm not around him, I feel like I'm gonna scream, right? So we're gonna look at this, look at some of these pictures and see what we can learn from this guy, David, about growing closer to our dad. 
I remember, I don't think any of you guys were there because you're in junior high, but when we did Freedom Weekend here a few years ago, we um, got a fish. Were any of you here? You remember that? Yes, Jediah, you remember. So, and that's what we were talking about. We had a fish up here and it was in water. And when the fish was in water, um, I'm from Ireland. That's why I talk funny. So I see some of you smiling. Um, when, when the fish was in water, it was breathing and it was living and everything. When we took it out of water, what did it do? It didn't die straight away. It, it, that was another story. It was kind of funny. But, uh, but it flopped... It flops around and it flails and everything. And that's kind of what David is talking about, is that when we are away from, from God, in a sense, we're flopping around and flailing. There's, there's a video somewhere online about it. We took it out of the water and it tried to escape us up here. It was funny. Anyway, the first picture that we have... Oh, we're going to draw first. Okay, we're drawing first, but then you're going to get these. They're disgusting, but you're going to get them. They are disgusting. Okay. Um, Hey, so David gives us a song. He gives this picture of himself, his flesh crying out at the beginning. uh, And then he goes on to give three more pictures. Um, Is there anybody here brave enough to draw a picture? It's got to be real quick. This guy already. Look at him. Come on up here. You don't even know. He can't get down. If if you don't like the idea, I can't get down. Okay. Okay. About seven seconds. What? Tochi. Tochi, great name. Tochi. Like uh, you're going to draw a picture of what your relationship with God looks like. See, that's hard. Yeah? Yeah, you put your hand up quick, son. Peace. Yeah? Can you do that? And it can like be just, a juice box because I already drew that. What does it make you feel like your relationship with God? Draw that. Yeah. You got seven seconds. Explain it. Is that Toji? Yes. Tell us, tell us about it. Um, like this fall, like a pit, just kind of like sin itself. But you, got, you can choose between sin and God. Wait, hold on quickly. Oh, hold on, hold this on. Guy is good. Uh, I was going to draw like something, like an Xbox symbol or something. Okay. Yeah. Choose sin over sin and it. Fun over God. Okay. Okay. And God can be in the fun as well. <laughs> good job. Good drawing. Good drawing. Um, I, I like the way you got the Xbox symbol in there. <laughs> Anyone else? No picture? Real quick. You just have seven seconds. Okay, you can do one after him, okay? You can do it at the same time. You can go at the same time. Come on, Sam. Not the eye. Food. It's a peeps. <laughs> Sorry, you, you guys make me think of peeps. Okay, explain food. it, Sam. Come on. Okay, food. Uh, I'm hungry and peeps uh, was mainly because 
We are God's people and peeps from peeps. And and he's our shepherd and he leads us to where we need to go. Well, uh, mine, uh, I feel like I've been growing kind of um, uh, distant from uh, God recently because uh, just, you know, I haven't been coming to a lot of small groups recently. So I feel like I've been, you know, destroying the bridge that God made for me. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. That's cool. So this is how you feel like your relationship with God is? Okay. Thank you. That was a good, honest one. Good job. So, hey, as we, look, as we look at David, then, he's going to give us three pictures. We're going to see what we can learn from David about the pictures he gives us about how we can know our Father better and live it. So, You want to read that verse about the birds, and then I'll yeah. do the peeps? So Psalm 84, verse 3 says this, Even the sparrow, which is a real small bird, has found a home, and the swallow, again, a real small bird. I'll just say it this way. Even the small birds have found a home and a nest for themselves when they may have a young, a place near your home. Okay, tell the person beside you, if you were going to make a home anywhere in the world, where would it be? Tell the person beside you real quick. And what, maybe what would it look like? Oh, nice. Toji, tell Casey. Yeah, tell Casey, come on. Okay, someone tell me where they would make their home. China, that's cool. Tochi? Side of a cliff. Hey, hey, what's your name? Aiden. Aiden, you need to talk to Casey because he used to live in China. I used to live in China. Oh. <laughs> wow, he grew up. He grew up while you were in China. <laughs> okay, you need to talk to your dad, and you need to talk to your dad about living in China. That is hilarious. Okay, where else? Russia. Russia right now? You want to live in Russia? Okay. Where? Marshall Islands. In the ocean? Mountains? Hawaii? Spain? Syria, that's great. They need people there, to Christians, yeah? Where? An island, amazing, yeah? Stockholm, amazing. Are you from there? No, you just want to live there. It's really nice there. Italy, Antarctica. You can't change it, Sam. Just change it. <laughs> I mean, Hold on, what? What'd you say? Out in the country, West Texas. Are you a cowboy? You'd like to be one? You just want to live out there? Okay. Yeah, I want to live in Texas as well. I might change, but I've lived here my whole life. So, so you just want to stay here. Jeez. There you go. Well, of course, I, well, I, I might have to go somewhere else. So, you need to go visit China with that with the Macauans. Yes. There you go. Okay. You guys are adventurous. That's good. There you go. Ireland. That's what I was waiting for. Took you a long time, everyone. Okay. 
Okay, here's the thing. So he's talking about small birds, isn't he? He's talking about even the small birds. So everyone take a small bird. Do not do, not do anything with it yet. Don't put it in your mouth yet. Don't put them in your mouth, okay? That is what they're good, but we're going to talk about them first. Let's get them around quickly, okay? Guys, just rip it open and throw them around. Go, go, go. Josh, he's having a hard time opening it there. Okay, hold your bird, squish it a little bit. Rip it open, people. Use your mouth. Use your mouth. Don't eat it. I meant use your mouth to open the box. Okay, we're kind of slow with passing the peeps on this side. Okay, squish it. Okay, guys, hold your peep. And listen to this. Hold your peep and listen to this. It says, Even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself where, me, where she may have her young. A place near your altar. Okay? So he's talking about even the most insignificant little bird, like a peep, has found a home, a place near, her, near God's altar. Even the birds know that the best place to be is in God's presence. Do you understand? Even these small, insignificant birds. And God talks about sparrows in the Bible. And, woo, is that, is that me? Sorry. Sparrows, um, sparrows are the most um, kind of insignificant. There's so many of them in the world. And God's like, I even know them. But even these birds know that the best place to be is in God's presence, these tiny birds. Okay, everyone bite the head off your bird. Just the head. Decapitation of the bird. Unsquish, bite, bite its head. Guys, in Matthew, let me read you another verse about a bird. It says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. Even the very hairs on your head, touch your head, even the very hairs on your head are numbered. God knows how many hairs are on your head. So don't be afraid. You, touch your head, you are worth more than many sparrows. Yes. Do you understand what he's saying? God is talking about the insignificance of birds, how many there are, and they, even when they fall to the ground, he knows about it. And you are worth more than many sparrows. And he wants us to know that and be in his presence at his altar. You can finish your peeps. <laughs> okay, guys, when the bird is near God's altar, in God's presence, he feels secure. He knows that he can be at rest and at peace. Tell the person beside you quickly, what are things in your life that make you feel secure? Okay, so that, that was uh, story, story number one, right? Picture number one 
is that David understood the security that comes from being in the presence of the Lord, the safety that comes from being there, wanted to be as close as he could, and also knew, like that little bird, squishy, small, delicate, um, easily wiped out, but David knew that God valued him and loved him, even though he was so weak and small. So that was the first picture of the, of the little bird. Um, second, second picture. Ronald's gonna, Ronald's gonna get, go on to the second picture that David. Gave. Yes, yes. The second picture is about pilgrimage, and um, when I thought about pilgrimage, I saw this, this old dudes from back in the day, right? Uh, brown robes, big beards, walking with this. Uh, stick through the old countryside, but that's not what David is talking about. David is talking about traveling. Um, as Debs told you, I'm from Holland. Anyone, anyone has ever been there? Question mark. Yeah. One in the back. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. I was kind of surprised when you when you guys just mentioned all these beautiful places where you want to live. Nobody mentioned Holland. I live in Holland. Yeah. I can tell you, Holland is a wonderful place. Anyway, it says in Psalm 84, um, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. On pilgrimage. And it doesn't really, um, really talk about traveling as in going to foreign countries. Um, I had to, I had to uh, uh, look up the, the definition on Google, of course. And uh, what I found was the next um, explanation, what a pilgrim is. And it says, according to Google, um, a person regarded as journeying through life. Let me read that again. A person regarded as journeying through life. And we're all on, on a journey, right? I mean, think about it. Tomorrow, you won't be here sitting on the chair you're sitting right on right now. Tomorrow, you'll be somewhere else. It can be in school, it can be at, at, at home, or at your sports, sports club, or with your friends ha hanging out at the mall, but you'll be somewhere else. You have been traveling somewhere else, right? We're all traveling at different stations through life. If it's like in the physical place, or when you're getting older, um, but we're all traveling. So we're on this journey, and as the Psalm says, we are traveling and with a, with a certain goal. And it says in um, uh, verse seven, they go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. So you could say that our, our life journeys are heading toward God. Our life's journeys are headed towards God. That's the first lesson, right? So we're, we're heading toward God. We're not like making a uh, a home for ourselves in, in this place, but we are heading somewhere else. We're, we're not from around here, but we're, we have a goal somewhere else. We're heading towards God. But that doesn't mean that God is like in the distance, far, far away, right? As we are heading towards God, it's my firm belief that we're also traveling with God. One of my key verses, and you can see I have, I have some, I have some uh, uh, Bible verses on my arm. Um, there's one on my chest as well. I won't show it to you, but I can quote it. And it's, it's Micah 6, verse 1, and it says, This is what the Lord requires of you. To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So one of my... 
my goal or the goal in life for me is to go through life wherever I'm, wherever, wherever I'm at, if it's school or the sports club or the mall or the cinema or just hanging out with my friends. I want to act justly. I want to stand up for justice, right? If, if somebody is, is being bullied, I want to stand up. I want to love mercy. If I see somebody who needs help uh, or is, is, is scared or whatever, I want to I wanna love those persons because I know, hey, God loved, loved me. And I want to go through life walking humbly with my God. So that's, that's the, I think that's the picture that David pictures here. That he paints, being a pilgrimage, going towards God, but also traveling and walking with God. So towards God and with God. Amen? Amen. Thank you. And remind, uh, or a short remember, the Netherlands is a beautiful place to live. Thank you. Yeah, and, and it's got great cheese. Yeah. So we see we have two pictures now, right? Well, three if you, if you take the intro. Uh, David saying, "Hey, my 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 skin is crying out, my flesh. I just I want to be around. I want to wherever my dad is. I want to be there." And then he goes on. He gives this picture of a bird making their nest right as close as they can to the house of the Lord. And then we go on and we see this idea that life is it is like that of a pilgrim where you're on a journey. Uh, we know that this place isn't where we're going to be forever. We know this place is temporary. We're going to go be with our Father. And on that journey, our Father is with us and He gives us strength. We find strength in Him. And then this, uh, this is uh, the last picture. Yeah. So the last picture is of a doorkeeper. Do you, you guys know the doorkeeper because of the story about Jesus, don't you? Like when Jesus being born, there's like the innkeeper and the doorkeeper. But... Um, Here's the thing. In Ireland, we play this game, and I think people maybe used to play it here, but I don't think it's safe anymore. So we used to play this game in Ireland called knick-knack. Does he, do you know what that is? I think it's called, what's it called here? Ding-dong-ditch. Ding-dong-ditch, maybe? Okay, so you knock on a door, and what do you do? Run away. So the thing in Texas is you should not knock on doors and run away because people have guns. So in Ireland we do not have guns and we don't shoot people who go onto our grass. And so um, we just don't shoot people. And so uh, we play knick-knack, you knock on the door and then you jump over the wall and you hide and you laugh because the person comes out. So, <clears throat> but the thing is, the person opens the door and they're confused, yeah? So sometimes we're a little bit like that with God. We want to knock on the door and ask him something, and we want to run away, don't we? Yeah, yeah so I love, I love this idea. Check out what, uh, the way uh, David puts it in, uh, in, in, in this verse, verse 10. He says, uh, better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. That's pretty graphic, isn't it? You'd rather have one day with God than a thousand anywhere else, on a cliff on the side of an island in Ireland or in the Netherlands, anywhere in these places. You'd rather be... In the, right around his dad, even just for one day in a thousand elsewhere. And then he says, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than, than dwell in the house, in the tents of the wicked. And uh, so I, I love that idea that David would, would even just stand at the door just to be around his dad, right? And um, so we were thinking about this, like Dev just said, sometimes though we, we treat it more like uh, uh, we run up to the door, knock on the door, we, try to, we just want something from God and we take off, we peace out, we run off somewhere else. 
okay? Rather than just being those people who sit there around God. And David knew this. He said, I just want to be around my dad. I don't want to just go uh, get a quick answer to something and then and peace out. I'll come back if I need anything else. That, that isn't how David saw his relationship with his dad, okay? Nor did he see his dad as this guy who was angry with him. Because that's also the reason why you won't hang out very long, is if you didn't understand how much your dad enjoys your presence. Okay? David enjoyed the presence of his God, but also because he knew that his dad wanted him there. Wanted him not just to knock on the door and run, but actually to stay. And so David had this wonderful relationship with his dad where he enjoyed just being there. He said, hey, I'll be a doorkeeper. Uh, so anyway, when, we were th- when we were thinking about this idea uh, of a doorkeeper, we thought we'd reenact this and we do a video. We actually make a video. Well, it was a few years ago. Um, and so some of you have been to Teen Well, I don't know if many of you have been to Teen Street because you're younger again, but uh, so. Jed? Oh, whole family's been, but you haven't been. I'm <laughs> Okay, so we are involved with a youth conference in Europe, and Ronald is too, and um, it's for teenagers from all over Europe, and Woods Edge takes a group as well, Um, and it's a discipleship week, Um, worship, discipleship, being with people from all over the world, but in the pre-week before it, everybody's there kind of doing their thing, getting ready, building and stuff, so Josh and some of the guys who were on the team that year decided to play knick-knack with with the people who were kind of setting up and stuff. Yeah, so they were, and the security and all these different people. So you can watch this. And while you're watching it, it's funny, but while you're watching it, think about maybe how you do that with God. Knock on the door, I have a request, God, and I'm gone. And then two weeks later, you're like, yeah, he didn't answer. He didn't, God doesn't answer, he doesn't talk. So think about that, but enjoy this too. That was made by Brian Mann, if you guys know him, and the story team here. Yeah, so, hey, just to, just to summarize, this is where we started, okay? We looked at what some of our pictures of, of our view of our father is, right? It's interesting that uh, some of the pictures, what comes out of some of the pictures is often our sin, isn't it? Sometimes we, our view of our relationship with our dad often has to do with how we're doing, okay? And if you notice, that really isn't the issue with David here. He's not, he's not talking about how bad he's doing. His eyes are on his dad and how his dad views him, okay? And so if you hold on to anything today, hold on to those three pictures, okay? Even if you're small and you're squishy, yellow, maybe a little bit sweet, but even if you're that small and delicate, the God of this whole universe wants you as close to him as possible because he values you, right? Your value and security and worth in the presence of our Father. And, and you'll only know how valuable you are when you're around your dad, okay? And then we looked at two other pictures. And then the pilgrim one that Ronald talked about, so powerful, what he said, is that we're on a journey towards God in our lives, towards heaven, to the kingdom, but God is with us as we journey. That's incredible. That one day we'll have the fulfillment of being with him forever, and right now he's with us on the earth. And so know that as well, that you are a pilgrim. You're going somewhere you don't belong here. So don't set up camp here. Don't act like everything here is forever. Have your eyes fixed on the journey on where you're going. And then the last one is the doorkeeper. And the thing is, he, David is saying, I would rather stand and just open and close the door for other people 
at God's place than be in the tents of the wicked. And sometimes for us, being around things that aren't of God seems so attractive. And it seems like, oh, we're missing out if we're not involved in that. And what he's saying is, I've been there and I want to. I would rather just stand at the door in God's presence um, than be around anything that is not of God. And that is something that God can grow in you and grow your desire to move you away from desires for things that are essentially bad for you. They're going to take you on a difficult journey in, in your life. And so and David's calling us to, to have that yearning, that desire to be, want to be in God's presence more than we want to be anywhere else. You know, one of the things David doesn't mention is, but I love this idea of a doorkeeper, is that you're opening the door for other people. You know, and I, I love that, especially in Texas in the summertime. When you, when you open that door and you feel that blast of air conditioning coming out the door, and everyone's trying to get in there out of the heat and the air conditioning. But I love this idea that we can also not just be the doorkeepers that are right there in the presence of God, but also that we can be people used by God to open the door to usher other people in. And God wants to use you as well to do that, to be a doorkeeper. Uh, not just that you get to be around the air conditioning, but you get to bring other people into it. Okay? And so all these, all these pictures of our Father lead us to that point that He also has a purpose for you as well. Okay? You have security and worth with Him. You, have, you, you know you're on a journey with Him, but then also you're there to open the door for other people to enter into His presence and get to experience Him. So. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hey, join, join with me as we pray.